Hello, and welcome to another cleverly titled episode of We Only Look Thin. I am Catherine Weigel. I'm officially out of clever things to say, Yeah, I've still lost 145 pounds. This is We Only Look Thin, and today with me is... Donald Weigel, and I've been officially out of clever things to say <laughs> since the first episode. Um, and I have lost about 100 pounds, and we're here to not cleverly tell you about how that happened. Yes, that is not very clever. Uh, today we are going to talk to you about spoons. Yes, and um, the men pe- who wield them. Pe- people don't know this, but um, I play the spoons, and so for <laughs> oh the next ninety minutes, I'm just going to play the spoons on the podcast. Okay, and- we're taking you back to the 1990s. <laughs> The grunges. Donald wait, wait, wasn't don't, a grunge. Don't turn off. Don't turn off the podcast. I'm not actually going to play the spoons. By the oh, way, oh, you're not. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just That's want not people. I just like if people are like like violently flipping off their MP3 players. <laughs> are they flipping off? Like turning them off? Or turning flipping them, off? them off. Well, both. Okay. Both. Um, and and they they're using MP3 players to listen to this. It's already too. too much to know that you used to juggle. It's yeah. already too much to know you played the trumpet. <laughs> We're also going to tell them that you played the spoons. That's right. I'm a catch, everyone. <laughs> she is lucky lady to have Here, me. Here's the thing. Do we remember the 1980s, 1990s when the song Spoon Man hit the yeah. airwaves? Did, Did you say I was not a grunge? <laughs> you were not a grunge. I was not a grunge. <laughs> he was not a grunge. He was one of those industrials. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was. Uh, but do you remember... When the Spoon Man video came out, and suddenly all the kids took the spoons out of the drawer oh, and were yeah. like, I'm going to be a Spoon Man, too. I didn't know that this was a job. No, I'll, I'll admit that I may have tried it. I may have tried it. I might have. Yeah, I think uh, the, the, the talent of standing on a street uh, with spoons is called busking, I believe it is, when, you, like, when you're on a corner and you juggle or you, yeah, yeah. Uh, you play trumpet or you have like, yeah, a little monkey. Yeah, it doesn't monkey. have to be spoon-based busking. <laughs> I'm just like, ooh, what about, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to make it knife man. I'm going to engage in spoon-based busking. (laughs) But it actually seemed like maybe a viable thing. Like, maybe that's the YouTubers of men. Like, when our daughter's like, oh, this YouTuber? Oh, like, I'm a... YouTuber now? Like, yeah, Catherine is such an old soul. She was already at age like eight, oh, 18, 19, 20 yelling at people to get jobs. <laughs> I wasn't. Back then I was like, maybe the spoon thing could really work out. And then I, you know, I'd click them together. Luckily, we don't have any spoons in front of us, but it'd be like, skip it anew. And it did not go <laughs> well for me. Maybe because you kept saying skibbity do. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> that might have been your problem. Maybe. No, but, you know, okay, it all ties into habits because I try. Tried it for as many as one minute and realized I had no talent and um, d- wasn't imbued with perfect spoon man talent. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I gave up. And maybe that is why I spent 30 years trying to lose weight and not really working at it. Because it turns out spoon men aren't born. <laughs> They're no. not born with spoons in their mouths. No, well, I it, guess some it, people it are. Takes, but... It takes work and practice and habits. And we're here to tell you. <laughs> and really angry parents who are like, get an actual job, please. <laughs> step by step, we are here to tell you how to become spoon men. <laughs> That's oh the goal of this podcast. But seriously, if you didn't know. 
that it seemed like something viable to do. Yeah. But how many it, calories do you think playing the spoons burns? Is uh, it? P- probably not very many. Oh, okay. oh my gosh, can you imagine if our daughter was like, "Hey guys, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna do spoon stuff." <laughs> yeah, she'd be like, she'd be like making TikToks with spoons or something. Oh man, now, what if this is the birth of the resurgence of Soundgarden's Spoon Man? But I will like, never forgive us for bringing if, back playing ooh, the spoons. But okay, you know how when you're a kid and like you can't hurry love by phil collins comes out right and you're like oh that's a great song and i know then, and then your parents like that's not this, the original this actually happened to me my father was like was like so mad and i'm like well i like this song and he's like well it's not the original song it's somebody covering it doesn't yeah. take talent to do that but like what if Say who's a who's a singer now? I don't. If you know who a singer is now, Post let Malone. Us know. Sure, if Post Malone did a cover, The Weekend, Spoon Man. Yeah, I was thinking like, but like if Nicki Minaj did the like Spoon Man cover or something. Yeah, like, that sounds is like she a even Nicki a thing Minaj anymore. Like, I don't know. Why is Nicki Minaj more likely to do a Spoon cover than The Weekend? <laughs> could do like a cool version but i'm, I'm yeah. thinking of like a like this isn't your mother's spoon man yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god all right all right can we like <laughs> we need to start getting to the point okay fine bummer man <laughs> i thought you were cool so um, clearly i'm not cool so i am always looking for podcasts that are inspirations much like uh, we only look thin yeah we only look spoon even the inspirations need inspiration we do oh my gosh okay i won't go into how i was listening to a podcast of ours from two years ago and i was like this is really inspiring stuff oh i need to God. listen to these kids <laughs> I listened to an episode where you didn't even drink coffee at the yeah. time. And like that was the before time. See yeah, how things change? That's really weird now. Yeah. Um, so I was listening to a podcast called Organize 365. It is uh, hosted by a woman who is an extreme organizer. Um, Ooh. And she did an episode sort of talking about how – you know, some people have a ton of energy and can spend a lot of time organizing their homes and getting things done, and others need to do it in small, bite-sized pieces. And she referenced uh, a website called ButYouDon'tLookSick.com. Oh, yeah. Um, hosted by a woman. I think you have her name. Yeah, uh, Christine, and I'm probably going to um, ruin the pronunciation, but uh, Miserandino. Yeah. So Christine Miserandino has lupus and fibromyalgia, and she came up with a theory called spoon theory. Now we know why they were talking about spoons. <laughs> it all comes together. <laughs> it all comes together. Um, Just like an M. Night Shyamalan movie. Exactly. It all makes sense now. Exactly. I see thin people. Oh, I like it. Oh, there yeah. we go. So, Donald, do you have a good explanation of what the spoon theory is? Yes. Spoon theory, it turns out, is a metaphor that what? is used. We never use metaphors <laughs> I on know, this podcast. It's shocking for us. Uh, It is a metaphor that is used to describe the amount of mental or physical energy a person has available for daily activities and tasks. 
Um, as we mentioned, uh, Christine Miserandino uh, came up with it as a way to explain how it felt to have lupus. Right. So we want to start out by saying that we are not trying to appropriate any chronic illness um, language. Uh, we are always looking at different ways to present information on weight loss and mindset and habits. Um, so again, we're coming from a place of privileged, uh, not having chronic illnesses. But I think that so many analogies can translate into um, either people who are managing their weight loss with a chronic illness, or anyone who suffers from depression or boundary issues. It just, it goes all the way to the top. Um, so, but we just thought that this was a really good analogy. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a, the, the metaphor uses spoons as units of energy. She, she used the spoons as a visual representation presentation. And so let's just say that, you know, you have 12 spoons. Each activity that you engage in costs you a certain number of spoons. And, you know, when you've got a chronic, you know, chronic fatigue-based uh, illness, it can really, you know, sap those spoons and you have fewer spoons to begin with. But I think that everybody has, you know, a certain limited number of spoons. And it's basically a representation of, you know, we each have a limit to our mental and physical energy, and there's only so much that we can do. So her thing was, you know, some days like doing laundry might eat up four spoons. Like let's say she has 12 to begin with. So she has to plan out how she's going to use the other eight spoons. Like yeah. she's only got eight left because she has to do laundry. Um, you know, and then she still has to go to work. She still has to deal with, you know, kids or, or whatever. And there are certain things that we have to deal with that are going to eat up those spoons. So we have to be able to plan how we're going to use the rest of them. Right. And this translates into our weight loss journey ventures as well, because we forget, or I, I think sometimes I used to see people with more energy as being other as being, you know, must be nice that my coworker can run five miles before work. I don't have time to do that. I'm exhausted. And we look at other people's energy and it might lead to guilt. It might lead to shame. It might lead to, you know, must be nice. And we can get stuck looking at other people's energy and other people's ability instead of really focusing on our limited amount of energy, our limited scope, and also we're going to talk about ways you might be giving away your spoons in ways you think you don't have a choice about. But really, all of this is about, and you know, Donald and I have been doing this for five years. I used to give my energy away and wear it as a badge, as a reason to overeat, because I was too exhausted to practice self-care. It turns out I was just giving all of my cutlery away. <laughs> is it a cutlery? Is it a spoon spoonlery? Yeah, 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 yeah. Spoon's part of cutlery. I mean, it doesn't have to cut to be cutlery. Yeah. That's not the, that's so, not the thing. So wh where I wanted to start with this is, you know, we're familiar with batteries, rechargeable batteries. There's spoons. There's so many different things that we could pull together on this. But our daily energy is finite. It's not like, I think, Donald, was it you who was like, if only I could sleep for five years, then I'd never have to sleep again in my whole life. No. No, that wasn't me. It wasn't you? Oh, maybe it was me. Um, but we think like there's no 
reservoir of energy. You know, if I drink a gallon of coffee today, it's not going to last me 10 years. It's not like getting 10 hours of sleep tonight is going to make up for not sleeping for the rest of the week. We come to each day with a finite amount of energy. And and I think you touched upon a point too about the the shame and guilt of this. I think it is important, and I don't want to go too deep into this, but I think it's important that if you are the one in a relationship that has the higher amount of energy to be very careful about making your your partner or significant other or your friend or whoever it is feel bad about their level of energy i mean i think that we we all have a a certain amount and it's okay like it's not it's not like we a lot of times it's not like we get a choice in how much energy we have yeah i okay i'm gonna call you out you brought it up so i'm gonna bring it up We went on vacation at one point, and we were walking up this long stairway up to the top of this beautiful (laughs) vista. And Donald, you bring up something where it makes me look good once in a while. (laughs) Was in better physical shape than I was. He was working out with the trainer. He was uh, yoked, as they say, (laughs) and I was not in as good shape. And he was like bounding up this the stairs and was like hey come on hurry up come on butterball it's not <laughs> i did not say butterball <laughs> uh, i think i'm thinking of uh, of seinfeld when jerry was being pulled behind a car i'm just you know i don't know what happens what's reality what's not but donald was sort of like come on get yeah up no i was burp, definitely burp, burp. a jerk it was not my and, finest moment but it made me feel really bad and I, I'm sure I've also done things that make you feel really I bad. have apologized for this profusely. But, this was like 10 years ago. But here's the thing. I think I am coming from a place of privilege right now. I have been doing this for five years. I've lost 145 pounds. And even, you know, this spoon theory really took me back a little bit because I can definitely compare my energy level to that of our daughter. I if 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 I were a podcast, <laughs> I am a podcast. <laughs> I kind of run at one and a half speed all the time. Yeah. And that's just kind of my normal revving speed. Our daughter is at like half speed. Yeah. Like her urgency is not what mine is no zero sense of urgency unless it's to get back to a video game <laughs> right but it, like I have to really stop and go like okay one I can't shame someone for not having the same amount of energy that I have yeah at whatever time of day I'm also fueled by a gallon of coffee but for her she moves at a slower pace and I it is my responsibility to respect her speed and not make her feel shame or guilt for going slower than I do because I've been working at this for four four to six years. So everyone comes to a day with a different amount of energy, but also we ourselves come to each day with a different amount of energy. And that can change based on stress, depression, health issues, family obligations, to-do lists, work deadlines, the season. And we often say like, you know, have minimums for your activities Because not every day is going to be the same. And it ties into that energy level where we're different every day. Yeah, and and there were also uh, times in your life when things are going to change. Like there was a time in my life where, you know, getting 5,000 steps was going to really suck up all of my spoons. And now I'm at a point where 5,000 steps is is very much a, a norm. You know, I... 
I do many more steps than that at this point, and it doesn't really deplete all of my spoons. And then there are just times where my mental energy is yeah. low, and like some weekends, like doing laundry. I don't know why I keep going back to laundry, but uh, probably because I need to do laundry. He does. Um, there are some weekends where doing laundry might be like a one spoon activity. And then there's other times where it feels like a four or five spoon activity where like the idea of folding one, you know, shirt, yeah. it just, just ruins me. And, you know, so it, these things are not necessarily consistent all the time. No, for sure. And I think, you know, part of what we've done in the last five years is really focus on habits and part of that is really understanding yourself. And I know we did uh, an episode on the id, ego, and superego way back in the day. I don't remember when it was, but yeah. Donald is going to talk about how the ego ties in to energy depletion. Yeah, and, and we're talking about the ego in the, you know, psychoanalytic sense, not in the, you know, ego like you're really egotistical. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the there is a, a related, this is related to spoon theory, there is a uh, theory in psychology called ego depletion. And it refers to the idea that self-control or willpower draws upon a limited pool of mental resources that can be used up. So, Essentially, you know, it's the same thing we're talking about, but your when your mental energy is low, your willpower yeah. also gets low. So your self-control gets impaired. So when your mental energy is low, you're more likely to do the things that you're trying to stop yourself from doing, you know, binge eating or, or you know, diving into whatever your favorite treats are in the kitchen, like all of those things you're... And then there are other days where your mental energy is high and it's going to be easy for you to avoid those things. Yeah. And, you know, we talk about, you know, days where everything feels like you're on a bicycle going downhill, which is easy to pedal. Yeah. And it seems like, oh, it's, this is going to last forever. I feel amazing. I've got it all together. And then you wake up the next day and you're exhausted or fatigued or depressed or get hit with some surprise activity. And then suddenly you don't have that energy. I know I've made the salad analogy. You can't eat a salad with a spoon. That's not what you do. <laughs> um, but, and then we're going to do the episode on forks and then knives what if it's a, and then what if it's slotted a chicken spoons. salad could you eat that with a spoon <laughs> sure so i used to think that meal prep was the most important thing to lose weight i would see people make these mason jar salads which seemed very oh, yeah. highfalutin at the time it's like oh meal prep sunday got to make a mason jar salad and it turns out you cannot lose weight without mason jar salads no that's well Anyway. Oh, I no, get, I've never eaten one. Oh, they're delicious. The mason jar is so crunchy. <laughs> it's like a crouton. <laughs> it has a real, like, crunch to the... Oh, yeah, anyway, oh, <laughs> Don't really eat glass. Gross. Yeah, terrible. Um, we, so I would go and make six mason jar salads. Amazing. I'm a new person. I'm on Pinterest. Hooray for me. <laughs> and then the next weekend, I would have to do a ton of laundry instead of doing mason jar salads. And then I would feel like, oh, no... My mason jar salad life is over. I am a fraud and I can never lose weight because life is conspiring against me to not make mason jar salads. Turns out every day and every week is different and that is okay. But that 
that ego depletion, that like, oh gosh, well, I guess it's over now. It turns out we have come up with systems to accommodate for those times when we're, we don't have that high energy. Just because a weekend needs to be spent doing laundry doesn't mean that you're done losing weight or your you know yeah. life is conspiring against you. You can come up with alternatives. Yeah, and I I think that I have talked about this enough on this podcast that people know this, so this won't be any any huge reveal. Ooh, but, I'm excited to find out what it is. But I have designed my entire weight loss and fitness plan, I mean, at least the food part of it, around the idea that I have no spoons for it <laughs> at all. No spoons for the food. I eat almost nothing that takes any work yep. on my part whatsoever. Everything I eat, and he's a winner. <laughs> everything I eat has been pre-chopped by somebody else, or like I just need to take it out of the refrigerator or freezer, put it in a device that heats it, and then I eat it. It's basically a baby bird. He just sits in his <laughs> in his nest, just mouth open wide, waiting for food to fall in it. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, you know, except that now I'm on a rebounder, like getting steps while I'm waiting sure. for the food. So the to, rebounder is the yeah. best. But, but like I, like I love pineapple, for example. Do you think I have the energy <laughs> to cut? Does anything you know about Donald Weigel chop? Do you think I have a spoon to spend cutting and chopping a pineapple? No, <laughs> I buy the pre-chopped pineapple at the store, and I eat vegetables i eat fresh vegetables and fruit every day but do you see me like working up the energy to peel an orange no oh, that is not no. going to happen i buy i buy things like berries that i can just rinse and eat and i buy things like the pre-chop i don't even want to like spend the energy like using my own mouth to eat an <laughs> apple <laughs> I I buy the pre-chopped apples at the store and eat apple slices as a grown human man. Well, but here's the thing. This all ties into decision fatigue. One of the things that they talk about on the 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 Organized 365 podcast is that every step of a process is a decision. So I know it may sound silly. There are people out there who are, are high energy, who might have a lot of, uh, you know, mental capacity to just get things done and it seems easy. But in terms, let's just go back to the apple. So you buy the apple at the store. You have to wash the apple. You've got to get a knife out, cut the apple. I'm tired already work. just listening to no, you talk just, about this. No, but just yeah. listen. Each of this is like a little piece of a spoon. We're, we're breaking spoons apart now. We right. have some sort of a system where we, we break up spoons. But, We're using bits of spoons as currency now. Yes. <laughs> spoon bit. Bit, bit, spoon. Spoon bit. Oh, yeah, it's the new cryptocurrency, only it's Please. actually bits of spoons. <laughs> We're just selling shells. To yeah, exactly. Anyway, okay, so just look at all the steps. You buy the apple, you wash the apple, you get out a knife, you get out a cutting board, you cut the apple, you work around the core, you have to wash the knife, put the cutting board away, take the apple scraps and put them away, measure, log, whatever. There are probably people who just eat apples, like who don't cut them first also, but I, are... that's that's not the world I want to live in. Right. So... All of that requires steps and energy. And if you are low energy, like Donald, or an energy 
conservance person. I just, look. I, I'm not I'm, shaming you. I'm joking around a little bit, but I choose to spend my energy elsewhere because if I have to, just mentally for me, there are people who are like, I cannot track my calories. Tracking calories is super easy for me. If, But the idea of actually like taking multiple ingredients and like putting them together and cooking a meal it's like kryptonite like i just it makes me like want to never get off the couch the idea of doing it so it's the making it easy to make a good choice or a, a helpful choice that isn't draining your energy we accommodate you know there there i'm i'm more than one person i am mason jar salad person mm. sometimes i thought you were gonna call yourself mason jar sally <laughs> <laughs> sure i don't know why <laughs> that sounds um, good, but then there are other times where it's like if i can slice a cucumber and get it on a plate yeah amazing like right. i've I, that's a victory if i can have like three baby carrots i'm winning at life and we are more than one person and being able to accommodate for those good better best days those low energy high energy days is part of understanding the process of weight loss because i used to think i had to be this perfect make it all from scratch you know whole food blah 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 person yeah and i'm not that same person every day depending on my energy my stress my boundaries and my family obligations yeah and and look like Catherine said there are people out there who are going to tell you that you can never lose weight eating processed foods whatever the definition of processed foods is or that you know convenience foods are the devil and i am here to tell you that i lost 100 pounds doing that is it ideal? Probably not, but it's the thing that worked for me. And I think that really what we're talking about here is knowing yourself, knowing what your energy is, and being able to plan for that and to make your plan work into that rather than than saying to yourself, well, I can't do the ideal thing of buying all of these whole ingredients and making all of these wholesome meals. I'm just going to do nothing. I'm just going to eat McDonald's. There is a middle ground yeah. where you can buy, you know, I buy the pre-chopped in the bag cauliflower that I can put in the microwave. You know, there are, if you don't like cauliflower, there's plenty of other vegetables that are like, you know, pre-chopped, pre-cleaned. All you have to do is throw them in the microwave for two minutes and they are perfectly ready to eat. Um, there, you know, I do that with, you know, pre-chopped onion, pre-chopped mushrooms. <laughs> like I make mushrooms and onions that go with my veggie burgers, which are really super easy to just take out of the freezer and eat. And I know that I'm not going to, I have like accepted the fact that I don't have the spoons in me to to be the person who cooks all my meals from scratch. So I have developed a plan that works for me. You might be somebody who like, you love that. Maybe you get energy from, from yeah. making those foods, but you have trouble, you know, finding exercise somewhere. So maybe... Maybe your key is to while you're making those meals, you're you're working on just shifting your weight back and forth all the time and, and you know, trying to take advantage of neat and getting steps like while you're doing your cooking. Like you have to, you know, try and plan and invest in making this work for you. Right. And part of that is really being a student of your energy and the times of the day that you have the most amount of energy yeah. or when you are most depleted. Studies show that 
as the day goes on, our energy, our decision fatigue grows and grows. And that ego, is it ego depletion? Yeah, ego depletion. Oh, that sounds very fancy. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that. I already knew that that was going to say. But as the day goes on and the more decisions that we make, the more choices that we have to make, the more exhausted we are. And I, quite frankly, five years ago, five just over five years, I'm going to give it to the day like I'm a second grader saying how old they are. Yeah. Um, you, in a previous episode, claimed that it was five day, five years and four months ago. Oh, my ago. gosh. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I, please don't quote me on anything. I know we've been doing this for three years. But I used to think – like when we became parents, my diet plan, yes, I'm using the word diet because I thought of it as a diet, was I'll be too exhausted to eat. Yeah, that's a I'll, great plan. I will run myself into the ground at work and as a parent making everything magical for everyone but myself. And I won't be able to help but lose weight because I will just be so exhausted and so spent that I won't be able to lift my hand up to my mouth. Turns out... I just spent my time revenge eating because of my low energy. Yeah. And it turns out that overcommitting myself, over-volunteering, never saying no at work, we're going to do more spoon episodes. There's so many. There's wooden spoons. There's ladles. <laughs> there's gravy boats. There's so many vessels to hold energy and gravy. Coming up will be an episode where Catherine just describes her spoon collection on a podcast for 90 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> there are Demitas spoons. See, there's so many different ones. Um, but I used to use my exhaustion as a badge of honor and a badge of martyrdom because I was the most put upon, overworked, underappreciated yeah. person in the world. And all it did was put me up on the scale. I had no boundaries around food. I had no boundaries around overexerting myself for the love of others. See what I do for everyone. Everything that I give to you people. Yeah. When you're starting to say you people, that's not a great. No, that's not. A, that's a tough look for my guy. No, and then you wrote that book called "I Exhausted Myself Thin." Yeah, <laughs> but that like. I felt so much older five years ago because I was running myself into the ground. And instead of recharging my batteries, which we can do with boundaries, with a little bit of self-care, a walk in the afternoon, a little bit of meditation, a little bit of yoga, a little bit of saying no to myself for overeating and being exhausted, a little no to Seinfeld at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, for sure. I feel younger and more energized now than I did five years ago. And it's not an accident. It's not some miracle must be nice. Oh, she magically, you know, went and got more batteries and spoons at the spoon depot spoon, <laughs> spoon warehouse sure all spoon city spoon city it's right next to spatula city <laughs> do you have any forks no we're called spoon city <laughs> what about sporks do i have to remind you the name do, of the store <laughs> did i stutter did i <laughs> so it's not spoon and spork city no we don't have room for that yeah, we've exactly. got low overhead but <laughs> we as responsible adults have the ability to be students of ourselves and dole out those spoons like a dull pineapple yeah. to use them in ways that best serve the person that we are today. 
if we are the kind of people who don't have the energy to cook for ourselves and we're sitting on the couch scrolling Instagram, how about instead you look at your five favorite fast food restaurants and look at the menus that are under 400 calories. And when you're too exhausted to make a homemade meal, you already have a list of one thing that you can get from each of the fast food restaurants that won't blow your budget for your food. You can buy pre-chopped, pre-packaged vegetables that are heat and serve, heat and go for those days where you don't have enough energy. There are days where our daughter is a lot. She's got different obligations. Yeah. Or I'm doing Zoom meetings for Walt Place. WLT Place. Walt Place. (laughs) Walt Plates. No, Place. Spoons. There's so many spoons. We actually have a subgroup called Walt Plates. Walt Plates. Is there a Walt Spoons group? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. Um, But on days where I know that I have a lot going on, a lot on my to-do list, I plan out frozen meals for dinner so that I don't have to exhaust myself. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of having a frozen meal on hand. Look, I know I already just said I don't cook anything, but I do, you know, there are there are things that I heat that might take an hour. There are things that I heat, you know, that take 20, 30 minutes. I always also have a backup plan, which is a like a literal microwave meal, which I try not to eat too many of um, that takes five minutes. And, you know, it could not be easier, but it is a whole lot better than me just diving into cheese or stopping and getting fast food or something like that. Can I tell everybody that you literally just ate a few slices of cheese for the for dinner the other day because I forgot to make you dinner? No, you can't tell people that. If if that's what you're gonna do, yeah, then do it. It it's was fine. in my calories. Yeah, no, no. I I actually had used my emergency. Uh, I had two emergency uh, microwave meals that I ended up having to use, and I had asked Catherine via text to, to heat something up for me on the way home, and she didn't get the text, so I ate cheese for dinner. Yeah, which is totally classy and fine. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. With <laughs> I don't know if it's I, classy, but it's fine. No, but I had we had uh, our daughter and I had cereal for dinner the other night. I was like, hey, guess what? We're having cereal because I'm not doing anything. And yeah. she was delighted. Did you gain all your weight back because no. of it? No, I didn't. Okay, good. So in this whole process, we are all about making it easy to make choices that fit into your ultimate goal. There are going to be days where you are high energy and you have the opportunity to do maybe some meal planning, some meal prep, some food prep, and that's super. But understanding that there may be days where you're overtaxed and having a backup plan and a backup plan for the backup plan matters because we are working on not having a perfect life or a you know perfectly organized life and the same amount of energy every day. We know that we have set backs and being able to accommodate for those and making it easy to make helpful choices truly matters in changing your life. And as we're looking at our spoons or our batteries or whatever other analogy that we've made today, thinking about the you of today in the season of your life that you're in, looking at the month that you're in, looking at the challenges, the obstacles, and maybe the opportunities to recharge all matter in balancing out your day. There are times when we are, not Donald, but there are times when we, and by we, <laughs> me, are mason jar salad folk. Yeah. 
And then there are times when we are not. And where I might spend more time cooking, Donald gets in a lot more steps because he focuses on that as his, you know, he because he is not using his energy on, you know, harvesting pineapple trees, he has more time to get in steps. And that's how he chooses to use his energy. And, and you know, really to, to fight this decision fatigue, I try and put myself on autopilot as much as possible. And it, this may not work for everybody, but I, I eat a lot of the same foods all the time, every day. I rotate them a little bit, but I have found things that are within my calorie goal that I really enjoy that I eat over and over again. It's very easy to log the calories, to track them. It's very easy to to plan my food for the day because I know basically what I'm eating. And I don't have to think about what I'm going to do. I don't have to say, well, what am I going to eat today? What am I going to eat tomorrow? It's just kind of like I have made it sort of this automatic process so that I don't need to really think too hard about it. And if that is not something that appeals to you, maybe you sit down and you like just once you plan out like 15 different days that you really like and you spend a a decent chunk of time really planning out 15 different days and then you just rotate them so that okay so you've got a new you've got a new meal work for every work day for three weeks and you you just rotate them out so that you you know you don't get tired of the same foods but you've already got a plan and you don't have to think about what it is oh this is day 8 of my 15 this is what i'm going to have on this day and then you don't really have to think about it and then you don't fall into that decision fatigue and you get paralyzed and end up just you know eating 3000 calories of fast food well and two i mean and i do, i do this as you know as we're winding it down like, what do I feel like? Like, yeah. I don't know what I feel like I'm going to have in 10 days. So, I like, I just want to give myself options. Yeah. You know where options got me? It yeah. got me 145 pounds more than I weigh today because I just yeah. wanted to go with the flow, man. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to drink coffee. I almost spit it out. I really enjoy making him spit um, stuff. So, that's me. That's where I get my energy. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. By his yeah, she gets spoons back by making me choke. But. I used to use low energy as an opportunity to, one, overeat, and two, feel really guilty and overwhelmed. And we can switch that out and just be kind to ourselves on those low energy days and make decisions about what we're going to have that are going to simplify our lives. In future episodes, we're going to talk about different kinds of energy uh, because we definitely, there are other ways to restore your energy and many ways we inadvertently deplete and give away our spoons give away our energy you folks have so much spoon talk to look forward to so many spoons yeah but look at the you of now the expectations that you have of now if you find yourself saying i know what to do but i'm just not doing it you might be asking too much of your current self. Yeah. It might be too much and you might need to pare it back. There are people who prioritize fresh foods and making fresh meals. If you are not that kind of person, it is okay to step it back and simplify and make it easy for yourself to make a more helpful choice. And thank you for making the more helpful choice of listening to We Only Look Thin. We really appreciate each and every one of you. 
Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, all of our episodes are available on our website or also wherever you found this episode. Uh, but our website is weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And if you are at weonlylookthin.com, you can click over on join our support group to find out more about Walt Place, W-O-L-T Place. It is an online accountability and support group for women based on Facebook. We have two different subscription options, a monthly and a three-month subscription, uh, each with their own trial days. And we've uh, only given you two choices. So the decision fatigue is yeah. not going to come into play when you're trying to decide which plan to get on for Walt Place. Yep. But uh, the monthly subscription comes with a three-day complimentary trial, and the three-month comes with a seven-day complimentary trial so that you can check it out and see if Walt Place is the right place for you. Yes, indeed. And speaking of uh, decision fatigue, why don't you subscribe to We Only Look Thin and uh, have your podcast app automatically downloaded every time. Yeah. So that it's just there and waiting for you every Monday uh, to listen to. Yep. Uh, and while you're at it, you can go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and a review. That would really help us out. Um, it, uh, you know, the more ratings and reviews we have, the more that we get uh, boosted to the top of search results when people are looking for podcasts like ours. And we really appreciate it. We love hearing from you. Um, we've uh, we've gotten a whole lot of five star reviews or four star reviews, whatever the best thing is on there. <laughs> And uh, we really appreciate each and every one of them. Uh, it makes us feel good, lets us know that you're listening, and uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, and that's an apple you don't even have to slice. Yeah. You don't have to buy it. You know, it's just one tap, five stars. That would be super duper. And if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can also email us at weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Uh, we often make episodes out of questions that uh, listeners pose. If you have uh, questions, advice, anything you want to throw our way, we are welcome to receive that. Yeah, we would love to hear from you. Uh, and you can also get a hold of us and follow us on these socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at weonlylookthin. So if you're still trying to buy a fork at Spoon City, <laughs> just remember that Catherine and I are an, an inspiration. inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program.